0: Sports Interaction, Canada's Sportsbook. Salut tout le monde. Hey, everybody. How, how's that for the perfect game, right? They came close, they battled, but the Montreal Canadiens eventually lost 3-2 to the LA Kings despite a Herculean effort. By our friend Jacques Alain. All right, so I am Marc Dumont. I am your host, and I just ate a grapefruit. So late game. I appreciate everyone in the chat seriously. Like it's, it's genuinely appreciated. We're gonna get right into it because we have an excellent host uh, guest. Sorry, host. He's just okay. The guest is great, Patrick Bexel from over at Eyes in the Prize, friend of mine, former colleague, and he'll give us the lowdown on European prospects. So. As per usual, oh, we got someone in Brisbane. Hey, where are where is where are everyone? I'm in Montreal and clearly, clearly I'm I'm nice and awake here because I'm making a lot of sense. Let me know where you are in the chat, because that I love love hearing when people around the world come join us. All right, so we're gonna get into it in just one moment. We're gonna talk about Gurianov and then maybe more Gurianov, and then maybe, maybe more Gurianov, but seriously, how how great has he been so far? We'll talk about Mike Matheson. Jake Allen, the NHL trade deadline, and the prospects playing overseas, the ones we don't get a chance to watch. This is where Patrick is a Viking. So before we get into that, a quick word from our sponsors. Wanna bet? You can do it at Sports Interaction Canada Sportsbook. Hockey season's well underway, soccer's going strong, and baseball's just around the corner. You can bet pre-game, live in play. There's prop bets made for Canadians by Canadian Sports Interaction. Makes it easy to deposit, play, and cash out. Join now and see all sports betting has to offer. Head to sportsinteraction.com/sdpn. That's sportsinteraction.com/sdpn. Ontario only. Nineteen plus. Please play responsibly. We're gonna go ahead and bring in my friend Patrick Bexall. How's it going, buddy?
1: Uh, I'm fine, thank you. You know, it's uh, quarter past seven in the morning here, and uh, I have a day to study for my teaching degree
0: geez so that's the dedication of patrick here you know i complain when i have to wake up and watch arsenal like at, at 7 a.m on a sunday but this is a little bit worse that's dedication but we, we we love love that you took the time and we're actually we love even more the people that joined us we have people coming from Kelowna, okay we got brisbane we got people from around the world you right now where are you patrick i'm um uh, just south of gothenburg
1: where you know they just released the uh World Junior Championships tickets yesterday. Oh, yeah? Uh, so uh, it's a city called Warburg. Uh, so essentially, I have an hour into Gothenburg to watch Ferdinand, where Friedrich Dikau plays. And I got an hour and ten down to Engelholm, where um, where Adam Engström plays. So, Ooh, uh, yeah. Smash in the middle.
0: <laughs> my favorite, Adam Engström. And we're going to get into that because... I I, I love what he's doing in Europe, but I also love that It's not getting too much hype. So people aren't getting their expectations up just yet. So we also have people from Mississippi here. Ryan's from Mississippi and Alyssa Alyssa is uh, watching from Taiwan with her uh, boyfriend and um, Aurora, Ontario. I know that quite well. Okay, that's in my neck of the woods. Not too far from, uh, not too, too far from Ottawa. So as James says here, James, happy to have you back in the chat. This is Patrick Bexel, the Eyes on the Prize legend. So before we get into all that, I've known you for quite a while, Patrick. I trust your opinion. You tend to feed Montreal media all the information about prospects um, and they just started giving you credit, which is nice. But let's talk about someone that isn't a prospect. He scored his first goal tonight. It's been a fun audition. The, the sample size is so small, but what's your call on Denis Gurianov?
1: isn't he a prospect really well 25 I
0: mean that's yeah old, right? he's
1: 25 but but you know he's still got some development to do and and uh I, I like him um I, I think uh, in in some ways in the best of ways I think he's a Josh Allen replacement which which isn't bad at all mm-hmm. uh or Josh Anderson sorry yeah uh, I'm still I'm still on the Allen you know well if you were and, if replace replaces mid, mid, Josh mid Allen
0: period that's even better <laughs> you know he's in for more money yeah <laughs>
1: yeah uh but, uh, yeah, he got the same kind of speed. He got the skating. He's yeah. that Russian guy that has, I mean, like, they're born on skates, most of them. So, so, and it comes from, from usually practicing on bandy rinks, which is the other weird sport. It's like football on ice, but with sticks and small ball, which you can never see on TV anyway. That sounds amazing. Um, hold on, hold
0: on. This isn't just a drunken thing that people do after a long night of ice fishing. This is actually a sport.
1: Yeah, and usually Russia and Sweden meet in the final because they're like Norway and and sorry Rolf because I know you're listening to this as well, Rolf oliver in in Oslo. Uh Norway isn't very good and Finland usually end up third. So it's like oh, those four countries. Oh,
0: I was going to say usually Russia doesn't try to mess with Finland when it comes to snow and ice, so you know, maybe that that's <laughs> yeah. not the reason there. Okay. So, oh, before we get into your call Ungaryanov, um we have Oh, David says he's watching from Ontario's capital, Toronto. So that's rough, rough for David. We also have someone from a uh, Tragically Hip song right here, Bobby Cajun. Uh, we have James is watching from a Bob Cajun. And the cool part about Bob Cajun is that Tragically Hip really just wanted a name that like fit with their song, but it goes down legendary city. Um, and we have, yeah, just a ton of people from, from Ontario. This is my my hometown, or no, my home province. <laughs> so right now, the Canadians are obviously selling. is going to get that great opportunity. How much production do you have to see from him to, to, to convince him? Because that qualifying offer is big. It's a $3 million qualifying offer. Um, do you necessarily sign him if he plays well, or do you try to negotiate a situation like they did with Rem Pitlick, where they dropped him, and then they signed him right afterwards? Like, Do you, do you even risk his contract expiring?
1: No, I, I think I'll sign him. Uh, I like what they're doing. They're putting him with Suzuki. I think he needs skilled players around. Um, it, it draws him. Um, I was doing some notes, and you know, I'm a professor by trade, and, and all that. You look so. like a professor
0: right now. You so <laughs> like I feel like I'm. I'm I feel like I, I'm looking for pieces of my uniform, my old school school uniform. <laughs> like, am I in trouble, Mister Bexel?
1: <laughs> no, 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 not at all. You're always the boss, Mark. You know that. And uh, but but you know, I'm thinking. Um, it's it's. I'm I'm thinking back to to when I started Eyes on the Prize, and we had Jack Han writing for us, yeah. and he 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 spoke about his time with the women's team at was it Concordia or was it Montreal University and McGill. It was. Um,
0: um, he was. Uh, it wasn't. Um... I, it was the red or no it was McGill then yeah sorry that's not the name anymore I apologize for saying yeah, yeah I believe it was McGill's uh, women's team yes absolutely yeah and or Concordia. either way either it's just down yeah. the street from me or yeah. in the richer part of town
1: <laughs> and, and and he said you start a player on the first line and if it doesn't work, you move them down and I think this is what I they're do. doing with 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 uh, uh, with Gabriel uh, Mariano, yeah. uh, and and I think it's really really smart. And and you, you, he needs those kind of players. Uh, I love his size. I love his skating. I love his speed. I, I people that know me knows I always have a soft spot for Russians because that's I, I watched the big red machine when they grew up, when I grew up in in the eighties. Yeah. Um, and and uh, you know Larionov, Kudrov, Fetisov, uh, and No,
0: that was that was art. That was almost what Arsenal was doing for for for, for football. You know what I mean? It was yeah. art. It was pure art. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Uh, so 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 yeah, I'm I'm, I'm a fan. Um, sometimes, and, and I'm I'm trying to think about it because I brought, wrote that down as well. Uh, uh, seeing the highlights because this was the first real game I saw. I saw the highlights of, of last game, um, and I think the the fact that uh, I don't know if his brain is working too fast for his hands or if it's his hands and feet that are moving too fast. I think it's, for his I, think it's the, the I think
0: it's the the latter. I think it's the latter. Yeah,
1: and and and. Um, the, the, the big question is, and you take that gamble, you, you sign him to a two-year contract or or, or something like that, mm-hmm. and uh, you uh, you uh, take that gamble to see what Adam Nicholas and Martin St-Louis can do uh, with that, because he has all the tools. He just needs to put them together, even if he's 25. It's it's not you know the end of the world. Uh, he's going to peak in about two years. So then you know what you're having, sorry in, in that time and uh no i'm I'm, I'm a fan yeah and, and i like the way they're doing it uh putting him on the top line it's... making him feel comfortable doing what jack han our former colleague and, and friend uh says
0: yeah well it's it's funny because i referenced that too as, as well because he always says you know place the player alongside the players you want him to become so you put him beside top line players because let's be honest yeah. starting on the fourth line is one of the toughest things to crack a lineup i mm-hmm. mean veterans struggle in the fourth line so yeah great usage by um st louis and i haven't looked up the ice time tonight someone in the chat's going to do it because they're amazing but i'm guessing it's probably around 17 minutes his last mm-hmm. game 17 minutes that's the most he's played all year those two games so you're absolutely right setting them up for success um Oh, and with some Burlington, Lawrence from Burlington, which is also home of, isn't that where Josh Anderson's from? So speaking of Josh Anderson, hey, he's been looking great in the last two months. Like, uh, let's be perfectly honest, Patrick. I've criticized him for consistency, you know, for for game to game. Either he's amazing or he isn't. Has his resurgence of late, and we saw him play quite well today, um, maybe convinced you that the Canadians shouldn't maximize this asset? Because I know most analysts say trade him but he's starting to show you know why so many gms in the league are, are you know interested in bringing him on their team uh it depends on what you
1: want to do next year i think uh it, it all comes down to that uh but in a way you're looking at maximum value right now i don't think the maximum value will be at the deadline uh, at the, at the trade uh, the draft line or 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 just uh after uh so i think you, you would want to maximize it right now. Yeah. I don't think it will happen though.
0: No, eh? Huh. No. Okay, well, we're ge- and we're going to get into the trades, <laughs> but I wanted to bring that up just cuz Guryanov, if it goes well, as you mentioned earlier, kind of fits mm-hmm. in that mold of Anderson. So, yeah, you know, yeah. you're 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 almost bringing in a younger like, you know, it's more a soccer style where you sign a young player and you're like, okay, in a couple of years, well, he'll he'll gonna become some. this yeah, yeah yeah oh okay so lauren right away money money on there 1852 for Guryanov. so 1706 was the most he played all year the first game... uh, he had one
1: game on, on on uh where he played in a um, what do you call it the fourth period he, the, uh, Oh, uh in dallas overtime I think.
0: okay oh, yeah. okay yeah well both these games now we almost 19 minutes yeah which is such a refreshing change okay so i have a question here for um for you about how excited are you when you see a guy like Mike Matheson, because listen, you know me, big Petri guy, mm-hmm. big, big, big Petri mm-hmm. guy, big fan of him. I know it was rough at the end, but a lot of the criticism there was a bit unfair. It's really tough being away from your family during the pandemic, especially when there's health issues. Trust me on this. Like it's really, really yeah, difficult. Yeah. Um, but Mike Matheson, I mean, he doesn't care about the tank. He, he don't believe in no tank. He's out there <laughs> every day giving, giving his all. And a lot of people think, hey, it's uh, like Anderson, time to cash out on him. I'm strongly against that idea. Where, where are you with the Mike Matheson uh, dossier?
1: No, I, I, I like Matheson. He's, he's grown into to a player I, I really like, I respect. In, in some ways, uh, he plays in the SHL. They don't care about, you know, uh, because we have regular regu- relegation here. Okay. And uh, uh, so the, the bottom teams, they max out deadline. Whereas, uh, in, in obviously, in uh, North America, it's a difference. Uh, but, but he plays hard. And I think it's really good for the young players yes. to have someone there. Yes. I'd rather have David Savard go or, 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 or just, yeah. Because there are also, you know, we, we, we haven't spoken about Engstrom. But there are other. We got uh, other players coming through as well, with Mayu uh, Hudson, Hudson,
0: and then you have guys you know, like. Guys, like they, they, and then they, you there
1: have, are yeah, other yeah. players coming in, so you, you no you're meaning. gonna have that. The defensive line is, is stacked, and uh, not to jump into anything in particular or, or or too fast here, but I was just thinking last night that um, if Montreal ends up picking around six to eight to ten with either Florida's pick or their own. Uh, Will they pick somebody in Pelica?
0: Probably not, because look at the D line that they have yeah, going—the pipeline. I, it's, I, it's incredible. I understand what you were saying, Patrick, and but here's where I go against it because at one point the Montreal Canadiens they had just drafted Nathan Beaulieu, Magnus mm. Nygren, um, um, oh, Eric Nygren was a four. but anyways there was um, Joshua didier There was all, the guy who was the leading scorer for. Uh, uh, um, in the KHL for defensemen for five yeah. years like they had so many defensemen and they had um, um, not Mike Commissaric but his tenority as well and mm. everyone's like we never have to draft another defenseman and <laughs> Beaulieu the only one that kind of made it I think Nygren probably would have had a decent career if Hamilton w- w- was a little safer back then but um, yeah, and
1: the obviously the concussion that took a year and a half to heal up properly
0: yeah yeah, no, exactly. But it's funny when you look back at that Nigrin thing. People are saying, "Oh, he's just pouting." No, being injured again, away from your family and all that, it's not a mm-hmm. great situation, you know, mental. Health and and
1: also, he he, it was one of the first podcasts I think I did uh, when when you were the boss, of the Ice on the prize. Uh, I spoke with Nigrin or if I if I did it as a write up article, mm-hmm. uh, where mm-hmm. he said, "I know I got hit. The glass was very thick in the Colosseum, and and uh, it was stiff and." I still went out and played, and I don't know how I played the last part of the game.
0: Yeah, so your brain actually, st- its people think that you forget, your brain actually stops re- uh, recording in those situations, yeah. you know, so yeah. Oh, Trizak, money on the spot, it's Darren Dietz that was, yeah, and then and there was other guys yeah. too, like there was Greg Patteron, Matt Ellis, it was, right, not right, We, yeah, have, Matt we, we
1: have that guy that we always fought about in the top 25, twenty-five. Lenhardt as well.
0: Yeah, well, the thing is right now, and, and, and we're looking at the list, man, there's what? Hudson, um, Mayu, and you, we missed a bunch, though, right? I don't, I, I, I yeah. I'm forgetting, but we have William Trudeau, you have Peter Inormi, you which we're gonna get into, mm. and all the guys in the NHL are about 20 to 22, so yeah, you need some veteran presence there, and that's where Mike Matheson provides. And I'll be honest, you need guys to help launch or not launch, but in transition for Cole Caulfield. Mm-hmm. Like, I understand the idea of tearing everything down to the studs, but you can't have Cole Caulfield and Nick Suzuki with no one in the back end that can actually help them in transition right like part no, of the then, development, then you
1: become sort of you know a laughing
0: stock yeah well part of the development because, is also success yeah. for your, your your star players now yeah right so uh, you know i'm um <laughs> paper dolls mentions here it's our friend Kay. she's like she doesn't want logan uh, uh logan stanley i'll tell you now right now logan stanley should have been a fifth round pick it's a, you know it's as simple as that but i don't think the canadians are looking for picking up uh, guys along those lines. And we're gonna get into some trades. So in just one moment, we're gonna talk about the trades, but what to do with Jake Allen? Because let's be honest, he's enjoying his best hockey uh, of, of since he's joined the Canadians. He almost stole a game today. Would you keep him around? Because you know Samuel Montembeau obviously has shown a lot this year, but Jake Allen's had a nice little resurgence. Is he a guy that you'd wanna also keep around just for an insurance policy?
1: I think you know if you look at it, Bishal has a bad year or transition year in, in SHL. Mm-hmm. Um, Primo still hasn't really convinced us. He has had a good playoff run with the AHL team. Verbatic uh, and uh, who's the last one? I always forget because I've, now I remember Verbatic. Um, oh, um, Yeah, yeah uh, my favorite,
0: my Ohio State Buckeyes buddy. Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah, uh, and and none of them are ready yet uh, you nope. could obviously pick up a, a, a goalie uh, in summer mm-hmm. because there will be a market for them um, but if you can get someone that has gelled with the team that you might want to you know you have a tandem of two rather than one a and or one and a two so you have a one a and one b uh, that that knows where the team is going and maybe you could cash in on the deadline next year with one of them um, yeah I'll keep him around definitely.
0: I, I'm not too worried. I know he's played above his head this year, but like he's not a huge risk overall for nah. the tank, in my opinion. I know a lot of people are really worried about that, but I, I'd be almost embarrassed to run a team like Chicago right now. Honestly, I feel like I know what they're doing, but it's or it's, Arizona. Well, or okay, and and it's so <laughs> unfair for Coyotes fans because they've been through so much. They're like yeah. the Buffalo, the Buffalo fans of, but just hockey, because you know in Buffalo they've gone through it all well especially with the bills well that's arizona mm. and but let's be perfectly honest now like if your grandparents are in a retirement home right now call them they might have been traded to the arizona <laughs> coyotes like it's it's absolute, it's it's a joke let's be honest it's a joke and when we talk about guys and we're going to talk about monahan in a moment when they released that memo saying they're going to scrutinize the ltir like that was the ultimate bs memo they've ever sent out and um, it's quite clear that they're okay with Arizona being the, the it's the trash can of the of, of the NHL, yeah.
1: or or the hospital,
0: yeah. But like more of a, the like uh, sundown community, you know they call it. Yeah. It's a vibrant. <laughs> it's not a retirement home. It's a what's it, it's a how do they market it again? Either way, it's a it's a little bit uh, a little bit embarrassing for the NHL. So Kay is here again because she's my producer now, and she's reminding me to ask everyone to like the stream, like subscribe tomorrow. We have a uh, trade deadline show. So we're going to go on after the trades just to kind of analyze everything. So make sure to subscribe to the Steve Dangle Podcast Network YouTube um, channel and uh, set those reminders because we're going live tomorrow. We have people all across every single Canadian city. So it should be a lot of fun. Okay. Oh, we got someone from Denmark. I was just just saying to, because I was just, I don't know if this is going to resonate with anyone else, but me me and Patrick know it. When I play Crusader Kings 2, I always start in Denmark. It's a lot more fun. So, uh, yeah, Patrick, where, where you start in, uh, what, Iberia?
1: Yeah, I, I usually go Basque because I like Basque County and, anyways. And uh, it's also, I think that you can transition from, uh, in, in CK3 anyway, you can transition from uh, tribal to feudalism quite early.
0: Well, there you go. It's all about this. Or, or I go Ireland, too, because, you know, it, it's fun to unite it and then watch England kind of fall apart. You know, it's the, yeah. the tables have turned. So, yeah. Um, Let's talk about those trades because trade deadline tomorrow, the Montreal Canadiens have been quiet, very quiet. We like the Gurianov deal, but tonight we saw Joel Edmondson. I I, I don't want to, it's kind of mean when you talk about health, but it felt so like the Canadians were taking a picture. You know, those old kidnapping pictures, mm-hmm. like where you'd have to have a newspaper and you're like, yeah, I'm alive. Yeah. Like <laughs> it really felt like they're on display. And today I'm going to go up and find the, um, the quote. I think it was uh Trisac that put it in here, but Here's what uh, he said post-game, thanks to Trizaki. Joel Edmondson, we got a good thing going here, and I want to be a part of the process, so I told the team I want to stay. But it's a business, so whatever happens, happens. To me, and again, just assuming, but I don't mind making an ass out of you and me, that's him Mm. saying I don't want to get (laughs) traded, and management saying you're getting traded.
1: Yeah, And, and also maybe saying you're coming
0: back. Ah, there's that. Well, don't forget, they have a year left, though, so that's the, extra, that's the other part. I think, believe it or not, there's teams that see that extra year as a bonus because it's cost certainty, right? Yeah. So next year, like for example, it's too late now, but at one point, Washington had one player signed on defense next year. A lot of teams mm-hmm. want that cost certainty. Do you think Joel Edmondson will go tomorrow? And if so, what kind of return would you expect for him?
1: I think he will go I think this was a perfect it, it turned out I mean like as you said it was a ransom picture at the start but with Baron going out I think it was a, a it turned into a showcase rather and we all saw the same kind of Edmondson that we have expected him to be yeah. stable a uh, little bit of a stupid penalty in the second period uh, end of the. yeah but they don't period. call
0: those in the playoffs so it's fine <laughs> no no
1: no exactly and, and it's fine but but I think most people will be more interested now than yeah. than they were before because now he's played a full game um with actual a full game not just like two minutes here and there. Yeah. Uh, uh, so, so I think that was, you know, a bonus in a way. Mm-hmm. Um, what to get back? If if I mean market is crazy and you see the way that especially the, the East is loading up on everything. Uh, <laughs> yeah, but that that's it's a crazy. good
0: opportunity for a team in the West, no? Like, yeah, but I, I'm but wondering they might be why is no him. one taking their chance in the West? Yeah, uh,
1: because they, I, I guess they expect uh, Avalanche to go through when everyone comes back healthy. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I think I think it's it, if if you get a second, maybe two seconds, as you know, the old Lars Eller deal. Yeah, well, uh, you take that.
0: I was just okay. That's crazy that you mentioned him because I was just going to mention to uh, uh, David here who he says. He's talking about Denmark, the home country. and He's talking about obviously Freddie Anderson and Nick Ehlers. Mm. There was also a certain Lars Eller who is on his way to Colorado to play with another one of our favorite players, Arturi Lehtinen. And yeah, I'm with mm. you. It's 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 going to be the Avalanche show in the West. But I'd still give it a shot if I'm on the bubble there because you know if you make it through the West, it's one series. That's a so yeah.
1: But and 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 if you think about it, uh, you spoke earlier. You want Suzuki and Caulfield to do. You know get a, ch- a shot at it again yeah and uh, well Edmonton needs to do that with uh, a
0: certain McDavid it's crazy how little support I mean uh, listen I, I'm well actually you're we're both we're both getting to be old farts you 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 pull it off with the professor look I still wear hoodies to try to get away with it hello my fellow youths but um yeah back in the day we'd actually have um Sorry, for guys like Edmondson, you'd actually see um, a market that would be going crazy. I think teams now are actually getting a little wise to the underlying. So, it, you know, getting two second round picks back, just okay. I, I, I would I would probably push for a first round pick from a team, like you say, like Edmonton. Because back they in the day, guys left, like Gretzky right? was surrounded with talent. Yeah, Yeri Curry, yeah. You had Mark Messi, like there's so much talent. Around Gretzky. I know there was no salary cap, but the idea that they're letting McDavid and Dreisidel just drag the rest of the team is it feels like such a wasted talent. So and, and especially they haven't they haven't really
1: had any defense, right? Or or goalies. Well they got Brett um, Kulak,
0: hey, who who yeah. Oh, yeah. gifted Blaine course. Hudson before <laughs> leaving. So that that's that's worth something, you know? Yeah. Yeah.
1: No, but but I think that you know you you at sooner or later, you need them to to get a chance. At least you know, take a look at Toronto; they're going all in uh, yeah. this year or next year. Otherwise, it's gone. Like, but you uh, know so, what? You so. want
0: to take a ride on the river? You gotta go down to the riverboat. I love that the NHL yeah. is finally figuring. Like, it's not as fun as the NBA yet, but teams are going for it, man. That's it's about yeah. damn time.
1: But I think I think we you know with the deadline, having not seen as much of Edmondson as maybe they wanted, they got a good first look. Uh, I think two, dra- two second-rounders would be good. I, You know, you you, you find some good gems in, in the second round.
0: Especially this year. Especially this year. Yeah, um, yeah Casey Leasing saying like to get a 2024 first A. That is not a terrible idea either because there's a lot of teams that will want to hold on to their 2023. Really good mm-hmm. draft. And for the Canadians, the, they're, they're open. They already have two picks this year in the first round. So they're mm-hmm. open to staggering their picks further down the road. And that helps for everything, from development to just contracts. So a 2024 pick wouldn't be too bad either. Hey, we have 70 people live right now, which is actually more than I've had sometimes. Because <laughs> you know, these, uh, these half of Europe it, is awake, you know. <laughs> I know. Like, I'm, we got the superstar Patrick in here. So we got people from Denmark. We got people from ev- everywhere, all around the world. Taiwan, Kelowna. So we're going from coast to coast, back into Europe, into Asia. Let me know where you are in the chat, and I just appreciate all of you. I want you to know, seriously. I, I I wouldn't tune in for me, so I'm really glad that you're here with us. Okay, so you think he's gonna you think he's gonna go two seconds? Yeah, it makes sense to me. Um, what about a guy? And you mentioned him earlier, David Savard, because you don't hear his name a lot. But I'm I'm not sure. I'm not impressed by his season
1: really. Okay, he's uh, well, a good skater and, and, though. I mean, or no? Yeah, not, but, okay, not speed say, wise. Well,
0: just he's a, he looks good when he skates. <laughs> yeah.
1: But but. Uh... As you mentioned as well, people are starting to look at those underlying numbers, uh, and and uh, his underlying numbers aren't that good, uh, from what uh, Jason Paul uh, usually puts out. One of my good friends in Kenya, he probably on the on the chat as well, yeah, or catching in later. Uh, but uh, yeah, no, I'm I'm unsure if you get something for him, I'll probably take it,
0: right. Okay, But I
1: don't think you get something for him.
0: (laughs) See, and he's actually, you know, it's funny because he never gets compared to him, but in the locker room, he's just like P.K. Subban, like he keeps things fun, he keeps things exciting. Yeah, like once in a while, you'll be like, okay, calm down a little bit, you know, like I have a hangover or whatever, but he's actually just a great person in the locker room in terms of the energy he brings and his desire to win. When we talk about mentors, he really fits the, the role more than other guys on this team. It's not just. And cause I think you're that's old. what we
1: thought about him from from the start, right? We yeah. didn't think Matheson would be that. We thought David Savard would be.
0: So. Yeah. Well, there you go. Um, no paper dolls. I'm not gonna be nice to your friend. Hey, we got people from Texas as well. We're in Texas, though, because that's the, the, the Man. Whoa.
1: Everything is bigger in Texas.
0: Well, it's not true. I went there, and unfortunately, that's not true. But I don't know. So, oh, 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 you mean the stuff in Texas? Okay. But yeah. uh, no, it's just funny when you go from, let's say, Austin to Houston there. like It's like, wow, this is the same state. This is impressive. Yeah. But I, I I have fun when I'm down there. Okay, Alyssa asks, this is a good one, too. I think there's a chance on this one. What about a Jonathan de Rouen trade? Because you're looking at a guy that you're probably going to keep 50% of his salary. Mm-hmm. Um, and... Great, great, great value on the third line and second power play unit. You know where I see him? I see him with our friends Larzeller and Arturi Leken in, in Colorado. I just don't know if they'd be willing to do it, but uh, do you think the Royal move?
1: I think, you know, he's that gem that you might... Because look at his assists. Look, look at his understanding of the game. Uh, his
0: numbers are I'll actually like- decent.
1: Yeah, and, and and I like the fact that, you know, even with the Stanley Cup final, he still continued to take care of his health issues and, and mm-hmm. mental health. Uh, fair play to him. I wish him all the best. Um, yeah, I, if, if I was Colorado and had something to offer, I'd probably, you know, make that trade happen. Uh, I think the, the teams in the East are try, are probably done. That's how I feel.
0: Or, or uh, it's just getting started. You know, when these things go yeah. get out of control. <laughs>
1: yeah, exactly. Like it, it, it's either or. It's no. Yeah, well, oh, GJ
0: Crump in our chat here is saying Ottawa's tapped out. Yeah, I, I, I would think so. And I love yeah. what Olivia and uh, Anna Melnick are doing. They're just opening up the coffers, letting Pierre D'Arion invest, and yeah. uh, that's all it takes, right? But I uh, and, and then you have done.
1: like Tampa. He would probably be a good fit at Tampa as well. You know.
0: You know what? That would actually be pretty, uh, that'd be pretty interesting. I mean, for me, uh, all I really want... And they know all, what they would get as well. Right, That's you, what I'm saying. You're gonna, like, like, at best, you're getting a fourth, fifth round pick. But I yeah. think, ideally, I just want to see him in a situation where he's happy playing hockey again. Because as you mentioned yeah. earlier, you know, the mental health talk, it's beyond important. And we noticed that we still need to do a lot better job at it. I mean, I'll mm-hmm. tell you one story when I was at development camp. I had a member of the media who doesn't really show up a lot, but anyways was, they sat down beside me and they're like, Oh, look, then they start talking about Jonathan Hway, And There was a bit of a, like a snide comment. And I was like, Oh no, well, you know, he's looking good. He's healthy. I had a chat with him and they started insulting him. So like, it's it's not, and it's not anyone in the Montreal market. So you don't have to worry about that, but I felt the level of disrespect there. And I, it just, there's just like an underlying hatred here. That's mm. never going to go away. And some of it sure. I understand some frustration, but, uh, it, it's beyond the point of, of repairing in Montreal, right? So whether or not <laughs> they trade him at the deadline, I want to see Jonathan yeah. Toon happy. That's all I really want to see. Him. Like, yeah, he, you know, he's he's genuinely a good guy. Bad injury luck, but um, the thing that matters you know, most is the mental he, health.
1: He he will he will continue his career uh, if it's in NHL, SHL, NLA. Um, I can see him go to NLA. You yeah. know, like to to Switzerland. Yeah, uh, short travels, good time with the family. A good money making. Speaking a bit of French as well, you know. Yeah, I can definitely see that happening. And wouldn't will, that be a rough or, life,
0: or, eh? Playing in like a, what? Amri Priota. So is that the one? That's where they have half the rink is open, right?
1: Yeah, but that's that's also the the, the crap team, right? Oh
0: yeah. Well, we all know Patch ready. You go to Davos
1: that. to that cathedral, the wooden cathedral.
0: Yeah, yeah. There you yeah. go. Um, okay, so I, I I predict he's gonna go though. If any deal, I think he's the one that's gonna go. But how about this guy? Because he didn't play tonight. But it might be the Canadian's most valuable trade ship, and that is Monsieur Sean Monahan. There are teams that can afford him, the Canadians can retain, he's on long-term injury reserve, but they can still yeah. trade for him. Do you
1: think that... No, fact- Arizona has tapped out as well. Pardon me? Arizona oh. has tapped
0: out as well. <laughs> 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 Sorry. Um, do you think, but do you think honestly though, that a team would take a shot at him? Cause I, I honestly think at this point you're, he hasn't played since December 5th, man. Like how do you invest in that? You know what I mean? Yeah. Uh, no,
1: that, that, that's the problem really. Do you invest in that? Uh, you, 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 you would have to have some very good inside information. And I'm not sure that, you know, first and foremost, so, so you probably look at teams that where he's been before yeah. or, or where, you know, people that know him from before, privately or or, or within those teams, are today. Uh, that's what I would think. Um, it's just not too risky to. For, if you want to add yeah. a
0: big piece, you know. It...
1: The, the thing is, though, Montreal could probably you know let him go. I, I think you probably ask more for Drouin, but but you know you can retain, maybe get a round higher, so you get a fifth round, fourth round, but but yeah, it's, well, you're not going to get, you're not going to break the bank to get him.
0: Which is unfortunate because that seemed like it, it was pretty much guaranteed. So if you don't sign Jonathan DeRoyne or uh, Sean Monahan, if you don't trade him, wow, I did really good in that sentence. If you do not trade Sean Monahan, do you try to re sign him? I don't know. 28 years you know, he, 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 he was he got good injured. when he, when know, he
1: played. Yeah. He was good when he played. I liked him. Uh, oh, he changed the complexity
0: he, of the entire team.
1: Yeah. So the question is, what is it worth? What is he willing to sign for? What are the options for other teams, etc.? It comes down to that. You know, you put a limit. You, you, you probably do the old Mark Vergevin, uh, um, you know, with, uh, with the Russians, with Markov and... Uh, Radulov? Radulov, and say, this is the number. Or, or with... with um, Call me? yeah call me maybe <laughs> yeah exactly <laughs> and he you know played care Perry at the background you yeah.
0: know <laughs> hey man you know what that's a great song I don't I don't care I don't even care um when Marc Bajavein said his whole thing about buy a dog the loyalty thing he was he wasn't yeah. calling them dogs right he no. was actually saying it's a business and I understand why if they don't accept my offer but but yeah and I, I don't want to become a Marc Bajavein apologist but uh, that was one that he took a hit on that he probably shouldn't have. He- V- he should
1: probably have t- think, thought about what he, how it sounded before he said it.
0: Oh, big time! And listen to me, uh, Radulov was actually good to let him go. Let's be honest. Um, yeah, Markov, I felt like that was just insulting to, and I consider Andre Markov a team legend, right? I mean, yeah, second yeah, yeah. in all defensive mm-hmm. points. If Larry Robinson didn't exist, Markov would be number one in every single category for defensemen. Mm-hmm. You know, um, it's just unfortunate that his teams were pretty shit poor while he was here. And he had 50 knee surgeries. But uh, mm-hmm. when that there felt like there was some disrespect with Markov the way he just said it. He was like, well, whether he mm-hmm. signs it or not, I don't care. You know, that was a little... But that has changed. That has changed with guys like Kent Hughes. So I wouldn't mm-hmm. be surprised if they can't move Monahan. They say, next year, we're giving you all the bonus, all the goodies, you know, all the candy mm-hmm. that we can give you. Power play time, get your numbers up, then sign mm-hmm. that big contract. Because we have to remember with Sean Monaghan, Sean Monahan is that uh I don't know how many contracts he has left. So you no. know, if you sign a four year deal, you're pretty much eating up the rest of his good year. So he needs to boost mm-hmm. his numbers. That would be mm-hmm. the way I would go about it. Amy... Yeah, either
1: that or or you go a two year contract with and, and promise him everything and try to try to de- you have got two deadlines to trade him.
0: There you go. Yeah, because stability is always great too. Um okay, yeah. Trizak is, is apparently. Call me maybe isn't even one of Carly Ray Jepsen's top five songs. So No, right. I'm sorry to hear yeah, that. Yeah. Jeez, my bad. My bad. To all the <laughs> what, what is it? What would they be? Like uh Carly Ray Carly Ray or I don't know. I don't know what the nickname would be. Something that I surely don't understand. But uh, we apologize to Carly Ray Jepsen yeah. uh <laughs> nation. Um shall
1: we go on to Europe or do you want to continue to talk about possible trades like like on an well, Heller. there's one
0: more I want to talk about. That's hook. <laughs> um, no, I was just looking at the chat because actually Vincent Ziff here mentions they already won the Manahan trade, and you know what? That's true, yeah. too. Like, we're getting really greedy talking about a second you know, a second pick out of him, but they already yeah. got a first-rounder, so. Okay, last guy before we get to Euro prospects. Christian Dvorak, center. Um, probably better than his numbers look. He's been great lately, good on face-offs, can play penalty kill, long contract, but do you think there's a chance that he moves? Nope. Perfect all right moving on to <laughs> European prospects I like that nice and uh, nice and quick Babe. so yeah well Julie mentioned Serge E in the chat enough with the injured players like hey it's been I, I'm big on giving them privacy when it comes to injuries and health because that's just the way it goes mm-hmm. but you have to review the whole system I mean they could have bought a group on for shoulder surgeries this year and and, and mm-hmm. you know it would have saved them a lot of money so hopefully if Justin Barron needs a shoulder surgery, they know a guy. But uh, yeah, mm-hmm. there's something off with the Canadian's health this year. So, like the chat, subscribe or else again Steve Dangle takes away all my all my stuff. My my, <laughs> he takes away my pillows. I have to sleep on like the ground. Um, exciting players out there, and one of my favorite, one of my favorite guys. I think I might be a little higher on him than most. But Adam Engstrom, man, wow, wow, silky smooth skater. Creativity through the roof, um, great vision. Am I am I overhyping this guy? I have him right now in the Canadians top five prospects. You know, I have Lane Hudson, we have Riley Kidney, Sean Farrell, and then I actually have Engstrom fourth. Am I am I overhyping this guy?
1: now I I think you know people don't realize how good he is because he never played in hockey at on like uh Mayu. So uh so so I think that's part of it. Uh but now jokes aside, it, i I think he's very, very good. I think you know, most of us, and me included, um, learned a little bit of a lesson with the flashiness of Matthias Norlander. Obviously, there were injuries uh, along the road for for Norlander as well. He had all the potential. And the way they handled Norlander was probably not the best way either. Mm-hmm. Um,
0: well, and and let's be honest, the um, at that last year, that concussion, I think it took it out. Yeah. And, and at camp this year, you could tell. He wasn't well. This is assuming, and it's not great, but he, he didn't look comfortable talking to the media. You know, so that was no, no, experience. no.
1: And, and you know, like I have, I've heard quotes from other media that are that were not particularly well uh, spoken. And and uh, he, I think he was guarded. He he didn't want to let anything slip that could be misunderstood. You know, right. uh, but but uh, so I think everyone has tempered their expectations when it comes to puck moving defensemen. I think it, that's part of it. Uh, then obviously, you know, Rugla has had a really bad year this year. Uh, they're struggling to get into the playoffs, which is okay. Not I was going to say expected. like
0: relegation. all oh, because every time I look, it's usually a two goal loss. But okay, yeah. So were they supposed to be a playoff team for sure?
1: They were. They were. I had them top four before the season started, and now they're tenth, right? I think they're tenth after last night's games. they're uh, like
0: the least in the playoffs. Wow.
1: No, it's the fact is they won the, the Champions Hockey League last year. And uh it's more the fact that when you win a title in Europe, you lose quite a good group of players, and you gotta start a rebuild every year more or less because it's different than because you have these out clauses for Switzerland for uh, NHL okay, and, okay, okay. And so so people leave and you have short contracts because you 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 rarely bind someone up for eight years, you know
0: like just kind of uh, like Engstrom, so people were asking a lot when you mention him is he coming over next year yeah. no and that's a good good like so he his extension hasn't he signed a one-year extension this year but he already has a contract and he's signed until next year right that's the yeah situation. he
1: signed for next season as well so he could come over and try to make the team i would do you think they're even gonna against it.
0: do you think that's worth it like i i like the idea of leaving him. you know low slow and low let the beat flow to mm-hmm. quote the, the great poets the beastie boys uh, like, just ob- let him, obviously let him he's going to
1: be over for he's going to be over for dev camp. And I think that's going to be, you know, because the problem was that Matthias Norlinder was never over for dev camp either. So they want, they needed to bring the new shiny toy over Mm -hmm. at at one point or another. Yeah. So I think, I think they, he he will definitely go for dev camp and he loves hockey. He loves ice. I mean, like one of the quotes he gave me two weeks ago, is it two weeks ago on Valentine's Day? Anyway, Valentine's Day. I had a date with, with Engstrom. That's who I had a date with. Uh, (laughs) Will but, there be but, a second date? <laughs> Lowered but, expectations. Uh, uh, no, but uh, I think I think the the what he said. I love being here in Engelholm. They have three ice sheets. I can practice whenever I want.
0: Oh, that's and, what you remember. He loves ice. I'm like, what? Like, because I had a yeah. Rottweiler that loved ice, but that, yeah. I wouldn't necessarily. I mean, put mean, there on are polar bears line. that loves
1: ice as well, but you know, like, <laughs> but but uh, you know, he he. He is a rink rat, he watches videos, he practices with the A-team, with the pro-team, he practices with the, the, uh, with, with the under-20 team, he takes some different uh, approaches with the, uh, uh, the under-20 team's uh, uh, defensive coach. Uh, he does all these extra things. And it's a culture, you know, Morris Sider benefited from it. Uh, take a look at him. When he left AHL, went to Rugla, and he's arguably the best defender I've seen in SHL for the last twenty years.
0: Well, I was looking at under twenty uh, stats, and mm. we I, we have to get Sider out of there because he ruins every single like thing I'm yeah. talking. You know, his numbers <laughs> were just through the roof. But Engstrom was hitting close to what Headman, and I'm not saying he's Victor Hedman, and I'm not no, saying no, no. you know he's Eric Brandstrom, but he's getting the same amount of points at the same amount of age with probably yeah. slightly worse usage. I mean, yeah. what is it? Eight points in his last 10 games? This guy is... It's something like that.
1: Oh. Something like that. But, you know, he's he's a smart guy. I like his hockey IQ. I think that is the the, the best way. I, I remember Roger Rundberg speaking about Norlander saying he needed to to teach him when to go and when not to go. Engstrom doesn't need that. Mm. Uh, I think Engstrom was also very underrated in his draft here. He was obviously playing behind the... Mackie, uh, uh yeah, the Djurgården guys that went early. And then he had another Djurgården <laughs> defender next to him in that under-20 team that was, you know, crazy good. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think, you know, people lost track of what did he bring to the team, and he brings a lot. And then you have that other thing that Engstrom has in spades. You give him, we have this saying in Sweden, uh, you give him the finger and takes the whole hand. I don't know how you can translate that like your know, little weirdly finger a sexual man not, 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 not going to not, lie not you like the main <laughs> finger but <laughs> but but you know you give him the little finger and he takes the whole hand okay uh, and uh, and he does that you saw it I, I think it was for, for for us following european hockey we saw it during the fall mm-hmm. uh, in in rugler where he, they couldn't keep him out of the lineup really uh, but I think for for most people he went in uh, to to the world juniors as a under, you know, probably thir- uh, fourth, fifth defender. Uh, was- at the end, he was the support role for Axel Sandin Pelica, who's going to go top 10 in yeah. this year's draft. Uh, and he should probably have played even more than he did. But he was used second most of the team, if I remember correctly, in the la- in the medal rounds. Um, look- and he was one of I mean- the
0: highest rated defensemen, well, with Lane Hudson at the world juniors yeah. so that's, yeah yeah
1: so so I think you know like he's always stepping into the moment into the spotlight into and, and you can't force him out it's very difficult and I think that is a you talk about grit you talk about like showing up and everything but, but that is probably a very underrated that you don't really think about like you can't keep him out <laughs> that's, a, that's that's incredible I know, I know. Ruggler loves him. That's obviously why they signed him right. uh, for another year. Uh, I wouldn't bring him over for rookie camp. Definitely have him for dev camp. Uh, but I wouldn't even like stress
0: about. I would tell him, hey, we're bringing you over, but we're, like, don't even worry about making the team. If you somehow surprise everyone, sure. But I like what's happening. I like the, the idea thing. Of that. The
1: thing is, when you see it with Heinemann, as we're probably going to talk about in a couple of minutes, uh, but you bring them over. And when they come back, and Heinemann and, and, and Orlando was injured, but but it takes them two, about two weeks. I spoke with the Pelicans and uh, to, when to when yeah, Ilan and what, back. W- yeah. when uh, when Ilan was there, it takes them about two weeks to get back into proper training. Uh, like sense. time difference, uh, the food they've been eating, uh, everything like that. They need to get accl- and, and time. Yeah, everything. So so I yeah, it's wouldn't. Um... It is in full swing at the time of rookie camp. Circadian so think, rhythm right, is the word work. that
0: I was looking for there, but yeah, your body has a time clock and that like, and it actually, you can tell when teams from the East go to the West, their circadian rhythm means they're, they're performing at seven o'clock at 10 o'clock, it's a lot yeah. harder. So. Going across the globe is slightly, slightly more complicated.
1: Yeah, and in KHL they have eight hours of time difference, and I know they actually just stay on the European side when they go to Vladivostok and stuff like that. So yeah, so it's, I remember it's, seeing some of the stories
0: from and just hearing some of the women that were playing in the CWHL at one point. Yeah. they're playing in Kunlun, and yeah, it's uh, it, it takes a lot. But so, hey, so, so in my opinion, you leave them there, right? You don't even worry, yeah. you don't stress, leave them, leave no. them in, in with a And I mean, thing. like,
1: who, who, if if you take out of these. Is it worth sacrificing part of the season for him, development season as no, well, No. Uh, when you have all these really good young defenders there anyway?
0: And you have until 2025 to, or 2026 to sign him. Like, let's be honest. Yeah. There's a, the Montreal Canadiens have a, a long history of anything. It's kind of rushing guys into spots they shouldn't mm-hmm. be. So I'm glad to see a guy like like Engstrom just developing well. At, and, and, and and
1: you know, Norlinder lost his place on the power play unit. Uh, we have the uh, old Sebastian Kohlberg, They brought him over as well. Obviously, it was a different regime at that time, but he lost his place on the power play unit to a certain Andreas Jonsson, uh, who uh, then lost it to a certain Artur Lekkonen.
0: Yeah, but you're talking with Frolunda? Yeah. Yeah. Well, I think Lekkinen ended up doing pretty good on that power play, if I remember correctly. Yeah, yeah,
1: I've, and so did Jonsson as well. But I'm yeah. saying like, Kohlberg was supposed to. be No, you there. need
0: the usage to, to 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 produce. Well, that's my question yeah. coming up from next year. Is he going to get go good usage? Three, three is he going to like? Is there a chance for him to get better usage next year?
1: Yeah, definitely. Okay. Uh, Wallander is going over and he's Is he? Because he's, ra- he's
0: his biggest threat, right? He's like a, a year older version of, of Engstrom, you know, maybe a yeah. little more polished, yeah.
1: But I, I'm, I'm quite sure that uh, Wallander is going across and, and uh, you know, there are some, some other players probably, you know. Um, it, what, what, what really is good with Engstrom right now is that he's getting usage on the second power play unit. He's getting more and more reps on his right side. Okay. Uh, uh, so he doesn't play right wing uh, or right defender as much he plays left more and more uh so he is maturing into that player where you want to see him down the line and and Cam and Chris Abbott are two coach one GM and one coach I really really trust
0: yeah okay well it's not i mean when you quote Ronberg, I, I, that's one someone I trust who I want to see at one point. You're telling me there's other good coaches, but I want to see I want to see Ronberg in the NHL. I think it's absolutely you know s- you,
1: the 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 one thing you're going to see Cam Abbott in NHL yeah. down the line. I'm I'm sure about that. It's ridiculous but that we one-
0: don't tap into either European coaches or or women. Like we are completely mm-hmm. ignoring huge huge swaths of intelligent coaches. Yeah. You know,
1: but I think the the one that you really should have gone for is somehow... um uh, I did an interview with him, one of the first in in, uh, in the Coaches Challenge Series that I did. And okay. i hopefully continue. Uh, he's now the national team coach in Sweden. Oh. Uh, give him those three years that he signed for, and then you just grab him to the NHL. It,
0: it's, it blows uh, my mind that we don't have more European coaches uh, yeah. coming over. So. Okay, so Engstrom, again, people talk about Lane Hudson, but to me, Engstrom's as exciting. He, he, will, he
1: will be the support to, to, to Hudson in a way,
0: yeah, exactly. And and you know, it's okay that Hudson's taking all the hype, Engstrom gets to just yeah. kind of do his own thing in Europe. Okay, yeah. we're running late because we're it's 2 a.m. here. What time is it over there? Is it 8 a.m. yet? 8, 8 a.m. I can see that your the background's getting clearer and clearer. Is it a nice day over <laughs> uh, over there?
1: Yeah, and I hopefully the ears come in here in the in the garden in a few days uh, or in a few hours. All as well. right, and then when they're outside there. watching the the uh. Or in in the pad- on the patio. Um, I want. Is there good know, ice fishing patio. around there?
0: I'd like to do some ice fishing. We don't
1: get we don't get ice here, Matt. Uh, <laughs> it's it's it, Mark. It's it, unfortunately there's good fly fishing though on the coast. Hey,
0: fly fishing is all right with me. I did it once in yeah. uh, Canmore, Alberta, and it was yeah. the best time ever. We're, okay, we're,
1: we'll we'll take you out when you come over.
0: Well, first we got to go to London, North London, real quick.
1: <laughs> I don't know that. You know, I live used to live there. I know when I, I got to watch place. my Arsenal team. Okay,
0: so. Actually, Vincent, real quick, Tardif. Sorry, just Tardif. All of a sudden, he's my my buddy from school. There, hey, Tardif asked because uh, yeah. we talked about this before we went on the air. But I mean, Dmitry Kostenko, KHL. Like he was a third round pick, and he's probably the most unknown guy. Is there? Is there like we'll keep it quick. Is there anything there you think? Like, what are the odds? Uh,
1: I spoke with his national team coach or, or the under twenty coach, uh, and he's obviously in that same group as Mishkov and all the other super talented uh, Russian yeah. guys. And he said he needs to think the game faster. That was a year and a half ago. Okay, so the uh, computer isn't and,
0: quite up to date yet. Oh, okay. hmm. yeah, That's a and, bad sign and, for prospects.
1: Yeah, I, th- I think that that's... And Kulun is really where, you know, I, I spoke with Jillian Kemmerer still uh, every now and then, and, and we all both agree, and she's obviously the, the, the best source or used to be the best source for, for Russian hockey. I know she's writing a book give her a shout out even if she's not hey well it's that
0: yeah because I, I was gonna ask well i don't know if it's but I, she's been curiously away from twitter for a little while
1: yeah she got it a lot of heat from uh for for, for working for ska when the war broke out fair enough so, okay well we're not gonna jump into but that but what, the what's story her she has to tell about her her escape from st petersburg uh, i'm not gonna spoil it but yeah fair enough. okay okay yeah because uh, i was but, worried because the war we,
0: broke out and she kind of just disappeared you know it was kind of yeah. a little bit worrisome yeah
1: yeah and she, uh, but uh, we both agree that, you know, Kulun is a place where contracts go to die. It's a little it's bit like the, Arizona.
0: The Arizona, yeah, it's the Coyotes, <laughs> the, the Kulun uh, Coyotes and the uh, Arizona Red Star. Okay. Well, yeah. I, I mean, I've watched. You know. uh,
1: hopefully, you know, he proves me wrong. I'll be honest with that. Perfect. Hey, you man, know, that's, you always the, want... that's
0: a caveat for all. I love when these guys prove us wrong. Okay. Yeah. One guy that, You know, it's funny because you were saying for the show that I was quite high on him, but this year I've kind of dropped my stock, and that started in um, at the World Juniors. I wasn't impressed by him whatsoever, and that is Oliver Kapanen. So, what's the deal? What's going on? I mean, I've noticed lately his production's going up. He seems a little bit more engaged. It's tougher for me to watch him, but uh, I just have a hard time seeing his skill set translate to the NHL.
1: I think he's a, uh, and I said this before as well, and I spoke with some of the pro scouts uh, in in uh, in Sweden about him. Mm-hmm. Uh, he is a little bit like Lucas Vedemo, probably more skilled, uh, less physical. Yeah. Uh, I love Lucas is about to start playing in Sweden again. So, oh, so he, to, you, big Luke. Real quick, uh,
0: Lucas Vidimo was one of the nicest. When I was in Laval, I, he was one yeah. of the only guys I talked to. man, such a good guy. Honestly, a genuine. A, a gentleman guy. Guy. Yeah. and a scholar. Yeah, 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 absolutely. Exactly. To quote Mr. Shakespeare. So because what, what, yeah. a lot of scouts are telling me it's just he doesn't have that next level. And you can't think, Not yeah. you know, maybe process it quick enough to to really get to... to, 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 to and and comparing
1: him, uh, partly that, and, and he's a center. He, he is a shutdown center probably more than a scoring center. A
0: lot like Vito. Uh, yeah.
1: You could probably move him to wing and make it decent. Uh, okay. His numbers are similar to Ilonen's in, in his draft plus two years. Uh, he has point per 0.5 per game. Ilonen had 0.41. Who was Ilonen
0: playing for, though?
1: Yeah, Illin was playing for Pelicans, who was a bottom two team at that time. And Kapanen is playing for a top five team in Liga. So, so you have to take that into account as well. I think I think I wrote an article in, in Illinois D plus two year where I he had gone from being part of twenty percent of the goals scored for for Pelicans to about forty. Okay. If I remember the the, the numbers, those, those are three years old numbers. I don't, you know, I'm I'm getting older as well. <laughs> Uh, so I, I think, unfortunately, uh, the potential is there. In some ways, I, I I can definitely see him become another, you know, Janni uh, Ikonen uh, kind of player.
0: He but will maybe get a, with better knees there, or well, not better knees, but with yeah, fewer injuries. Yeah, uh, but I mean, right like Yanni is playing
1: now, and, and is he and, good? Yeah, and and he's having a career in in in, in, in Europe, I'm so uh, happy. or in Finland right now, at least. Yeah, and uh, you know, he he's earning his mint he's uh, he's having a hockey career and not all of us can say we we have that so hey, uh, hey so i true. was
0: the two time <laughs> gloucester ontario <laughs> uh, what do you call oh. it Their um hockey without skates there i can't even think of the word right yeah. now there so street hold. hockey street hockey, yeah, street hockey. scoring yeah. champion from age 8 to 10 and i played yeah. in blackburn well, okay so and, some of and, us and had i look
1: like and I look like Bambi on ice, you know, like, so, well, so I'm out of it as well. You know what's crazy? I, I, think... haven't, I
0: haven't, I am going ice fishing soon. I got to bring, I'm bringing my nephew to teach him how to skate. And, yeah. um, I haven't skated in about five. I haven't skated since I moved to Montreal, which is pretty, I used to in Ottawa, we had a the canal, I would skate yeah. to work but now mm-hmm. none of that. Okay, we're running a little bit long. It's 53 minutes now, we're almost at an hour. Let's, <laughs> let's get to, and I always pronounce it improperly, apparently, but I always call him Heinemann. Um, yeah. let's, hey, let, no uh, how is he doing? Because he impressed a lot at DevCamp. I think he had a slow start going back
1: uh I, he's 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 a little bit like kapanen he's scoring in batches <laughs> or, or, is, or is he is he just oh.
0: scoring against like weaker uh, opponents or oh he, he he
1: well he scores a lot against malmo which is obviously the bottom team in sweden but <laughs> but yeah. but he also scores against good teams or assists against good teams oh, by the way he locked uh,
0: on uh, sharks i know you did a podcast with them recently they're in the yeah. chat they're saying how's it going patrick
1: yeah well i'm um, all fine. All fine. Thank you for uh, having <laughs> it's me. It's almost 9 a.m. over
0: there so we got to be Okay, so uh, because No, I, but I think I
1: think if, I have also looked a lot at and, and I'm starting to like him more and more. I don't see the comparison with Lekkonen at all. I, I'll be honest the, with
0: that. I mean, uh, w- w- let's be honest. That was hey, they're both European like. That's it's like it's like yeah. when people were comparing uh, um Emelin to um Romanov, you know what I mean? Like okay, yeah, yeah they're both Russian, but that's about it.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I think the 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 he has potential. The forechecker, the, the the greater line, you know, like cheese grater yep. line, yeah, uh, something like that. And and he's a Josh Anderson kind of player again. Um, he has plateaued a little bit, but also he hasn't been used as well in Lexon, maybe as he should have. Okay, um, he's used in the bumper position or or closer to the net present present uh, position on the on the second power play unit. Mm-hmm. Um, he's on the third line. Uh, he, so he, the, the the thing I see with Heinemann is his defensive work, and and you know, I I, I was speaking to to some hockey consultants, former and AHL players, mm-hmm. uh, pro scouts, etc. Uh, when I've been on, out on the, the the tour again, as I as my missus used to call it, uh, and uh, they all say this like the, the quest, his his play probably suits the NHL or or North American sheets he's got a of hell of a better.
0: shot hell of a shot he's got a hell
1: of a shot as well uh, but on instincts. the other hand the the since he ends up being defensively um insecure maybe also or a bit not of a as, as, astute, yeah, yeah. as you had hoped yeah uh, uh he he the, it's smaller ice to cover in 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 north america obviously yeah but on the other hand the Game goes faster, so it's a trade-off there, and you don't know which is good or bad for him. So, so it comes down to that in in many ways. We'll okay. we'll have to see. I expect him to at least have a full year in AHL. Okay. Uh, I know a lot of people are penciling him in to to go to to the NHL next year. Uh, I'm not yeah but, but i mean I'm, at dev
0: camp it was a nice re- re- revelation i was gonna say revelation, yeah. but he looked good i mean good speed he was probably one of the best players at dev camp so i think yeah. that But, but if you,
1: well, well, he's also protected a little bit he's being played more in in neutral and offensive zone um so, so it's all that as well but but i like him he's a i like him as a person as well he's, he's also very nice speaks very good english yeah. uh uh, and he's just an that.
0: intriguing prospect. I just don't know how to yeah. really gauge him. Okay, so um, someone in the chat. Yes, actually... I think. Oh, sorry, finish yeah. up. My my bad.
1: No, I think I think it's it's going to be an interesting year. He he. I have a bet, obviously, with Anton Rosigord that says that he won't play any uh, NHL games, and Anton has that he will play more. Oh. Uh, so we'll see who buys the other one. I, I might
0: trust Ant- Anton's pretty smart, though. I uh, I mean I don't know. I don't yeah,
1: know. yeah. I'm not. I'm not. I'm betting against Anson, obviously, but but he's a smart guy. So oh, yeah. i probably Good end up time. buying the dinner anyway.
0: We got asked about Alexander Gardin Or Gordon, or I, not yeah. Gardin, was, I'm not I'm going to say it in French there. Um, <laughs> so he was a six-round pick in 2020. Um, the thing is, he was absolutely ripping up the MHL at one point. Yeah. Um, St. Petersburg. but And now he went to KHL. I think he's back in... Um, He's in hockey or he's in the in Rostov v- v- VHL. In VHL, right? Yeah. So, can his skating and real quick? Because I mean, he's like the guy nope. that he, okay, there you go. No, nope. no, okay. Because he's the Pia <laughs> amazing shot, can't skate. Like he's, he just can't skate. Is so that's yeah. never gonna. I change. mean, like if
1: he's in VHL right now, he's not gonna become an. Okay. He's barely gonna become a KHL player. Okay. I, I'm really happy for him because he's in VHL, so he's not gonna get drafted into the army, and and that's you know good for him. Uh, and... There is a certain other player that took his place, or, or the potential place that he had in 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 the soccer, uh where where he didn't work out, so they sent him to Rostov. Yeah, is is now a certain guy? I don't know if you heard about him, Matvey Mishkov.
0: No, uh, he's playing there. He, he. I'll say this about Mishkov is that I think I know there, and there's there's a lot of things to consider, real world factors, but. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think he has number one overall talent in the last 10 drafts compared to most guys. Like I, I, I would almost, no, this is, I'm getting silly. It's almost three o'clock in the morning here. I was going to say he almost has like some more elite skills than Bedard, but not the overall I, I, game. I, I, so. I, think,
1: yeah, I think it was locked on Sharks uh, and Hi Again guys. <laughs> uh, they 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 asked me like who will have the like lowest floor, but highest ceiling. Or, or becoming, if it's not Bedard, who is going to be the yeah, NHL sure. star? And I said, Yeah, I've been, I've been, I literally butchered Mitchkov before. And then when I got that question, I was like, It's going to be Mitchkov. We oh, all man. know that.
0: His, his production, <laughs> and I mean, we're talking about KHL production. is absolutely through the roof. I yeah, really and and take... look
1: at the goals he's scoring oh, as well. Just... I mean, like in his national team debut against Sweden, <laughs> against arguably one of the best European goalies in yeah. in, in, in 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 Europe, obviously uh, Lars Johansson. He, he does the Michigan, right?
0: <laughs>
1: you know, like, like it's it's on his national team debut with the pro national team. I love
0: that. I love that. And, and you know what? The fact. And that I was standing.
1: Might... I, I'll be honest. I was standing with Trevor Timmons at the time and oh, watched yeah? it uh, because we were at the under twenty tournament. And I said, "Look at this." Can we be bad next year? <laughs> well, shout out. And then he was fired. Fired two weeks later. You know what's the funniest
0: thing? I always I left him alone, Trevor Simmons, all the time. In the playoffs, at one point, he just came up and he's like, hey, he, he came up to me because I try to leave the players and the you know yeah. I was working for the Canes at a time. At the time, and uh, all I could think of the whole time is that we've both lived in Renfrew, and all I could think about was how much I hated Renfrew. I don't know why it was going through my yeah. mind, but he spoke to me for the first time during the playoffs. Obviously, it's pretty exciting. Yeah. You know, Canes were in the final, yeah. and then yeah, that was it. That was it for uh, for for Trevor Timmons. okay. So we have one last guy to talk about, um, and then I actually before we go, I want to talk about Leo Carlson. But Piteri Nurmi, because he was the guy that when he arrived in Montreal Dev, dev Camp, I was like, geez, mm-hmm. this guy's skating is great. Hockey IQ is great. Yes, exactly. I just don't know about his positioning, his gap control. You don't get a chance to see a lot of defensive play but what's your read on uh Naomi? we don't hear much for, about him over here uh,
1: I, I like him uh, i spoke with one of my finnish colleagues who mm-hmm. said pri- pri- prior to the season that he might push for a roster spot on one of the uh, national team in the small tournaments in the european oh, really? tournaments that we have here uh, he hasn't been able to do that properly he was injured a little bit okay. um i like i like the pick from canadians because you, saw, you you can clearly see a positive trajectory. And I think that trajectory has continued this year. I okay. think he will obviously go to AHL next year. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think he will be very interesting to follow. Uh, but it's a very, very smart pick. Uh, I think it's a really good pick. Because you don't have to fight out of the teams for him now. you got four, team, four years to sign him. Exactly. Uh, because he's from Europe. Uh, you can even leave him another year in, in Hopeco if you want to, or, or with another Finnish well, team. If,
0: if I was going to ask how, cause they're usually a pretty strong program, right? A pretty strong.
1: Uh... Uh, Hopiko is not that strong. There no. are others around that are better, Okay, but I mean, like they're having a good season. Uh, so, so I, I, mean, like I, 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 the, the fact that they, and I, we spoke about it on with Hadi uh, Kalakesh on, on one of the other shows that I was part of Love or it, eyes yeah. on the prize shows. And, uh, you know, you're going to see probably more and more picks like that in the sixth and seventh round, Might as which well. are overagers, but you have a positive trajectory. Yeah. And and it's a smart move because they are more predictable than an 18-year-old. Oh, you already,
0: that first year is where they're either going to fall off the rails or, yeah, you're yeah. right. So you know that there's, maybe the the ceiling isn't quite there as high as it could be, but yeah, the baseline is much higher.
1: Yeah, and, and you got more data to compare it to. Yeah. You probably watched a few more games, and more of you have watched more games because you watch it on on YouTube as well, or or uh, you get a DVD or, or video file that you you watch, right? So so I think it's very it's a very smart pick. I'm not sure it's going to pan out. Uh, it could be another Wideman. I mean, which, it's it's a seventh you know, rounder,
0: right? Like I, yeah, you know, that's where you take flyers on. That's where I I would. You know, take all my European and NCAA goalies, seventh round. You know that's where you. that's Yeah, where you're and doing.
1: You, 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 in, in sixth and seventh round, you take the Europeans and the NCAA players because they are. You have got four years on them.
0: Bingo, bango, django. Okay, so um, and the last, most exciting prospect. How's Arvid Henrikson doing? Is he is he doing all right?
1: <laughs> oh, I'm 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 sorry to say this, but it's going to be a tough top twenty-five under twenty-five this year because. Arvid Henriksson will not be penciling last because he he his birthday was the other day oh, and so he's, he's aged now? out.
0: Ah, okay. <laughs> well, well, you listen, know, like we fair a play
1: to Arvid. I know he's got a sharp mind, yep. uh, so Good he's true. gotten a degree out of the hockey career. Oh, yeah. He's probably going to go to Sweden play uh, Divi- hockey. Alstanskan maybe be able to to work that up to an SHL career or a fin- career in Finland. We wish them um, nothing but the Slovakia best. Slovakia and Czechia is coming up as well with, with you know, good programs and, and I mean I always say go,
0: go to if you can go anywhere go to Switzerland if they're gonna pay for you to live there first of all because they pay yeah. for the housing for the internationals I mean that's the way to yeah. go and then okay. it's
1: the same you know with most it's in Sweden as well you get it you get a house or you get a flat and, and if you want to buy a house you buy a house but you yeah, get a flat. But,
0: but in in yeah but they have in Switzerland they have cows with big 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 bells on them okay. yeah that's, that's and true. So and they got it's, better chocolate yeah it, it's yeah exactly well we only get crab chocolate here hey listen we said it was gonna be quick it's been an hour already it's it's getting close to 3 a.m here you're getting close to the days like you know the rest of the world waking up around you i wanted to thank you so much for joining us patrick because it's it's fascinating we don't get this information anywhere else and every time you put something on twitter it seems to find its way to other sources that that they also discover it two days later so I'm just happy you're getting a little more recognition as one of the best sources for uh, European prospects. And, and the work is genuinely appreciated because from uh, even before Lekanen, we are getting all that inside information, you know, so you, you make me look smart and that's very, very difficult.
1: I'm happy. I'm happy to to join in and uh, looking forward to be on uh, before the draft because you wanted to speak Leo Carson as well, right?
0: Well, yeah, but he's the other guy. I'm, not, you know, we're the. You know what? Let's we'll talk right before the draft. That'll work. In the meantime, thanks to everyone in the chat. Seriously, this is pretty crazy. We have yeah. people from all over the world. Uh, heavy, heavy European delegation this time, which was great to come see Patrick. Um, we're gonna have our deadline show tomorrow. In the meantime, like, press, subscribe, all that fun stuff. We really appreciate all of you. Before we go, Patrick, I'd like to give you an opportunity to talk a little bit about what's going on with um, Habs, Eyes, and the Prize. So, uh, obviously, Vox Media decided to, to cut all that, but my my old stomping grounds will live on. So, what's going on with uh, EOTP?
1: Well, obviously, the ninja, Justin Blade, uh, with the blades, maybe we should call him. God, <laughs> yeah. But what the... a hard worker, eh? Yeah, and always around. Whenever you don't think he's around, he's around. Well, no, and once so I remember he's... I'm like, where's
0: Justin? Where's Justin? I think he was at his farm. Like like yeah. saving cows because it had frozen over or something. But yeah. other than that, yeah, yeah, Justin's always around. Yeah, and
1: and uh, so he's running things. We got a GoFundMe. Uh, we're up to ten k more or less. I haven't checked it today. And they can find this uh, at Habs
0: Eyes on the Price. It's pinned. It's pinned right up there. Yeah.
1: Yeah, and and it's uh, uh, we're gonna keep the eyes on the price in the some way or another. Perfect. We're gonna move it to another platform. Uh, we're asking for coverage of, of, of the platform fees and, and some of our fees for, for salary. Uh, for me, it goes to directly into the gas tank of my car so I can go down and do more. Oh yeah. Cause you
0: lose money for, covering hockey. Let's be honest.
1: Yeah. And, uh, but, but first and foremost, it would give us, get us through to summer and the most exciting prospect uh, prospect series that, that I think we do in, in the, in, uh, in top, Montreal, top media in general. And it's top 25 under 25. That and, used to be uh, my baby. That you, was,
0: you know who, who started that? That was Bruce Peter, who works for uh, yeah. the Leafs now. And then when he handed it off to me, I was just like, this is amazing. This is my baby. I was so excited. But it, it gives you a perfect chance to learn more, kind of like we did tonight. So go check out the uh, and, top 25 under 25.
1: Yeah. And and we're going to do... Either, I think we did an episode each for each of the top 10 last year. So oh, I'm going to yeah. try to make it oh, into yeah. top 15. I remember uh, this year on for, for the podcast. Guys. And uh, so, yeah, we'll, we'll be we'll be around. Good. We'll make uh, n- some noise. And uh, hopefully you guys support us there as well as much as you support uh, Game Over because uh, you guys are doing an awesome job as well.
0: Yeah, well, hey, listen, I have a soft spot. It's not just a place for, for, for where I got my start. You know, a lot of people always ask, how did you get in? Hey, listen, I was privileged. I had enough money saved up that I could not get paid for a few years. But then I worked, you know, 100 hours a week for a few years. And that opportunity... Like, for example, we, at one point, it was um, we had about 60% women on staff. And I'm not trying to brag here, but it's just we were providing an opportunity that other outlets weren't. And that's the part that hurts me the most, is that this is kind of like a grassroots, you know, uh, I guess not company, but um, publication that gives people opportunities, you know. So we don't want that to go and, away. We're really happy yeah. it's staying. And, and uh, people of
1: color, people of different backgrounds. Uh... Yeah, people that
0: wouldn't usually have... Uh, they, they, they don't have the connections that everyone yeah. else has in the hockey world that they go up. So you have to get your start somewhere. And this is one of the rare mm-hmm. places where people that weren't privileged could get a start. And,
1: and look at the numbers. L- look at where players are. Arik is Colorado as well, right? And, yeah, Arik's uh, in Colorado. His um, staff. Yeah, exactly. Uh, we're, 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 you know, there, there's we, we got people with the Athletic. Yeah, uh, absolutely. You know. And then,
0: there, well, I was with the Canadians, but now I'm back with Game yeah. Over with uh, also Andrew, the game over. We had Chris who's with the Rangers. Uh Jack yeah. and Bruce were with uh uh obviously the Leafs were Toronto. really lucky to have that kinda yeah. that, that that many good people. So I mean
1: like there's there and uh you know um, let, let's not forget the other guys, you know like you have uh David at, at Elite prospect we got David uh, Saint
0: Louis just yeah and Mitch Brown yeah. as well and so Brown, many yeah. and just when you know when I for example, just knowing people like Namiko, who's she's one of my favorite people, and we had so many, so many smart people, Andrea, etc., and and obviously Laura. So and Nathan, come Nathan.
1: on, you ask Nathan something, and, and you get Nathan you can ask he's him one of the anything.
0: He 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 could have a career in hockey analysis, but I get, I get a feeling he gets paid more to do somewhere else. I believe he's a doctor, right? So
1: yeah, <laughs> okay. And then and then and I think Andrew is writing a book as well. So uh, yeah, have, have a look out for that. my favorite? Yeah,
0: my one of my top. 500 favorite polish people Uh, no i I love i love andrew and obviously you know and i mean
1: like we're still a team as you hear we we can never stop talking when we need to
0: exactly exactly (laughs) well we've got to give a shout out to scott too and then we got to No, there's too many people jared obviously but that is it for us right now tomorrow um there is the live deadline show and then i'll be back on sunday i don't know time has lost all meaning i really don't know i'm probably gonna stay up until the deadline because i'm an insomniac so i'm not gonna be able to fall asleep but Join us for the deadline show tomorrow on Game Over. Just uh, subscribe to SDPN. And in the meantime, merci, merci beaucoup. Seriously, this is amazing how many people actually show up. Uh, you're all appreciated. You're all loved. And uh, on behalf of me and Patrick, have a great morning. Or what? What are we going to say here? Hopefully the brunch is good. That's, that's what so, we're going to so
1: Sweet dreams and a good, good morning. And have a nice lunch and dinner because we are... Evenly spread all over the world. Probably.
0: Yeah. So blupper, breakfast, lunch, and supper. Yeah. Have a good, have a good <laughs> blupper, everyone. And you can find Patrick at uh, on Twitter at zeb underscore habs. Thank you so much for watching. We appreciate all of you. Uh, as per usual, a la prochaine fois. We'll see you tomorrow and Sunday. That's it for us at Game Over Montreal.
1: Game over. Powered by Sports Interactive.